Hello there. It's a great day at the Academy of Scholars, and this is Scholarly Speaking Live with Dr. Stacey Lambert-Johnson. This show originally aired live on the Academy of Scholars Facebook page and YouTube channel on Friday, April 9th, 2021. The podcast was recorded the week AOS returned from Easter break. Enjoy. This podcast is brought to you by the Academy of Scholars. Are you searching for a school for age 4th through 6th grade? Then check out the Academy of Scholars. Based in metropolitan Atlanta, Georgia, this exceptional private Christian school is where great education happens in both its in-person and premier online learning programs. Go to academyofscholars.com and join our virtual tour and open house today to see the in-person or online school you've been looking for. It's a great day at the Academy of Scholars. Welcome to episode two of Scholarly Speaking with Dr. Stacey Lambert-Johnson, Director of Student Success at the Academy of Scholars. I'm Benny Crane, Jr., the Assistant Director of Student Success. For today's topic, we will discuss the social and emotional factors that lead to public school educators choosing private schools. Thank you for joining us for today's live session. No matter where you're joining us from today, whether you're at home or at work, we pray that you are having a great AOS day and hope that you can visit us here on campus someday soon. So we just returned from Easter break this week, and I hope that everyone had as great an Easter break and Easter weekend as I did. Benny, how was your Easter break? It was incredible. Uh, and Stacy, I had this long list of things that I was going to get done. I was going to be so productive. I, okay. I planned out every day and then I end up accomplishing none of it. Oh, <laughs> I just relaxed, <laughs> worked out and relaxed some more. And it was phenomenal. I really think I watched everything on Netflix everything. last week. I mean, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I had the pleasure of hanging out with two of my favorite people, my grandkids, uh, while their parents traveled. So I took them to to Zoo Atlanta, the Georgia Aquarium. Uh, we went to Piedmont Park. We even roller skated. Yes, ah. I roller skate. Um, needless to say, after entertaining a three-year-old and a 12-year-old, I need a vacation from of my vacation because I am exhausted. Awesome. So today's topic is a continuation of our last live session on my doctoral dissertation topic, why public school educators enroll their children in private schools more than a general public. So, Benny, where can our viewers access our live sessions once they're over? Everything from today's show will end up on our website, academyofscholars.com, including the show itself, the audio and video versions. You can also find the video version on our Facebook page, YouTube channel, LinkedIn, and Instagram. You'll be able to download the audio versions anywhere you download your favorite podcast. We want to take this opportunity to say hello to all the people joining us live today. I see Derek Avery is watching. Hello, Derek. Thank you for coming. Come, uh, coming on today. I see Angela Griffith-Smith is on today. Ladarian Harris, thank you. I see some other people who are starting to come in. Thank you. We appreciate you being here today. Also, shout out to all those people who are following us on our social media platforms. Okay. Thank you. We appreciate you joining us today. Do us a favor and tell your friends that we're on, especially those who are thinking about Going to private schools, Dr. Stacey Lambert-Johnson is about to break down what her groundbreaking research showed about why public school teachers choose private schools for their children. So during our last live session, we looked at the lived experiences of public school educators that contributed to their decision to enroll their children in a private school. Those lived experiences have to do with physical and environmental factors, such as class size, the school's climate, the consistency and structure that exists at the school, 
control of outside factors that could influence their child's learning, and proximity of the school to their homes. This week, I'm going to share themes that emerged during parent interviews that focused on social and emotional factors. So, you know, Benny, in our mission statement, we state that our mission is to develop every child to their fullest intellectual, moral, social, emotional, physical, spiritual potential in a safe, supportive, nurturing, and interactive environment. Yes. So whenever I share our mission statement with others, I always explain that our mission is more than just words to us. It's actually what we live by at AOS. Yes. So it was no surprise that in my interviews with public school educators uh, who decided to send their children to a private school, social and emotional factors was a recurring theme. So what exactly did parents mention when it came to social and emotional factors? Well, overall, a common sentiment was that private schools provided more nurturing and loving support along with individualized attention uh, than public schools. One parent mentioned um, the importance of providing her son with a supportive environment as he approached adolescence. And this parent said, I feel like emotionally, my child being the age that he is, he needs a circle of support that can address all of his needs as his body changes, as his friends change, and as his environment changes at home. Another parent stated that she selected a private school because she wanted to make sure her daughter was in an environment that she was going to be cared for. Wow, that's awesome. Because as you just illuminated about our mission, we want that safe, supportive, interactive and nurturing environment. Yeah. And that harkens back to what you talked about in our episode one, where you talk about the physical and environmental factors. And you even find that uh, resonating here in this part as well. Absolutely. So how does a supportive and caring environment look? A supportive and caring environment was described by the participants as those in which teachers and administrators show genuine care and concern for the overall well-being of students, not just attention to their academic progress. Uh, one parent described AOS's environment as nurturing. Another parent stressed that her daughter felt comfortable, um, and within the environment at AOS. So I want to stress this again. We, we said this in our last live uh, last week. I want to emphasize that our viewers, our participants of my study, they were public school educators whose children attend the Academy of Scholars. When interviewed, they shared their lived experiences that caused them to enroll their children at AOS. So again, this is not a public school bashing session. It's merely me sharing the direct quotes from these public school educators about why they enrolled their own children in private school. Uh, parents frequently mentioned the smaller, close-knit, family-like environment at AOS. I want to, parents, one parent stated that she felt that the staff was more invested in each of her students. Another parent stated that the private school environment was more personable. Uh, she expressed that she believed the individual attention in a supportive environment fostered emotional health. She stated, I think that that affects her mental health ultimately, because if she feels like everyone knows her by her name, by her face, everyone knows her personality, then I feel that she can be true to herself and be better understood and appreciated. 
Well, that's great. I mean, a lot of people and parents particularly comment about how they think it's amazing that we know all our scholars by name. <laughs> that's true. And that's something as administrators, I know the two of us take pride in. Yes, we do. And it's more than just saying, good morning, scholar. It's good morning, Kennedy. Good morning, Benny. Good morning, Jeffrey. Good morning, Mallory. That makes scholars feel like we know who they are. Yes. And one of the many downsides that the pandemic has and how it's infected us is through virtual instruction. Well, virtual instruction has kept us from meeting and getting to know many of our newer scholars and new families. And when scholars have returned to campus, <laughs> it's harder to learn their faces because they're all covered yeah, in masks. That's true. That's true. I agree. But it's funny, though, Benny, how even though um, some scholars, because they're so used to seeing us and interacting with us on a daily basis, even though they're they're engaged in virtual learning, they still found a way to engage with us, right? Remember my little friend who contacted me every single day on Microsoft Teams yes. just to say good morning. Um, it never failed every single every day. day. Uh, finally, parents interviewed place a lot of emphasis on their children's happiness and morale. And they linked their decision to enroll their child in a private school to their child's emotional well-being. So when doing the data analysis in a qualitative research study, you have to engage in the process of coding. And what happens when you're coding is that the researcher works through each interview transcript to identify units of meaning or codes that are linked by ideas, sentiments, and utterances, or things that the parents say and repeat across the data. So during my coding process, the code student morale and happiness was one of the most frequent codes. One parent said, I feel good about him being in an environment where he's happy, he's free, he's smiling, he loves his class. Another parent alluded to um, a sense of confidence that private school fostered in her son, explaining in her words that he felt comfortable in his own skin. Um, and talking about feeling comfortable in your own skin, um, I observed about two years ago when we were having our a school-wide spelling bee, a sixth grade scholar. She was representing her class and she walked down with her friends and they asked her, well, how do you feel? And she said, I'm really nervous. And they said, let's pray for you. Wow. And they surrounded her and they started to pray for her. Um, and these are 11 and 12 year olds that in a school, they felt so comfortable in their own skin um, that they prayed for their friend right before going on stage for that competition. Um, but, you know, that's the environment that we have here at AOS. That's amazing. Yes. So parents stated that their children thrived in AOS, a supportive environment. Um, another parent shared that her daughter was happier after switching to AOS, adding that she believed happiness was an important factor um, in her child's learning. This parent said she's happy. She's learning. She's growing. And finally, Benny, uh, this sentiment was echoed by another parent who shared about her daughter, she's happy. Again, there's that happy word, right? Yes. It looks like she loves school. She loves her teachers. Stacey, I really believe that's a function of us being a Christian school and yes. unapologetically so. Uh, as a parent of two scholars, I can attest to this. My children love AOS. They want to come to school every day. Yes. And they're like any other kids, right? They love <laughs> summer break because they don't have any work to do. And the teachers. <laughs> and the teachers too, right? <laughs> but even in the summer, they want to come to Camp AOS yes. just so they can be on campus and be around other scholars. That is so true. 
In conclusion, my research study found that social and environmental factors were strong motivators as to why public school educators enroll their children in private schools more than a general public. They believe that private schools, in their experience, were more nurturing, provided more loving support, and individualized attention than public schools. So what do you think? We'd love to hear from you. Please comment and share your thoughts on this topic. Remember, we want all of our viewers to be a part of this show each week. Tune in and comment, and choose. chances are you may end up being part of the show and getting a shout out. Like Mr. Avery. Thank you, Mr. Avery, for watching and tuning in. We miss you guys. Uh, mm -hmm. Thank you. I see Ronelda Klassen. Thank you for watching. Uh, Ms. Chaperi. Ms. Chaperi, we miss you because, of course, Sydney is home virtually. So yeah. we haven't seen you in carpool, Ms. Chaperi. Thank you for coming in. Ms. Lauren, thank you for being there. I see that Ms. Hall Hudson is on. Thank you for being a part of this live today. Thank you. Call your friends and tell them that we're on, okay? So all of you out there, no matter where you live in the world, your child can have access to an exceptional Christian affordable education with the Academy of Scholars Premier Online Learning. Not only does the Academy of Scholars uh, give your child the opportunity to engage in school at their own pace, but we also provide a comprehensive curriculum that includes classes like coding, giving your child the opportunity to take classes they will enjoy and get all the things that we've heard here today. <laughs> the Academy of Scholars Premier Online Learning is the online school you've been looking for. I hope you enjoyed today's live session. To learn more about our amazing school, the Academy of Scholars, please go to our website at academyofscholars.com. Join us next week for part three of our discussion on my dissertation, why public school educators enroll their children in private schools more than the general public. Next week, we will be talking about academic factors. Until next time, I am Dr. Stacey Lambert Johnson. And I'm Benny Crane Jr. Saying goodbye, goodbye and be blessed.